Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 13, titled M.I.A. Yet another fantastic, fantastic episode that is so densely packed. Like, it has so much going on here. Like, we're putting an end to the story of the search for Shaw. We have a really, really great story of yet another thing that Samaritan is doing to control humanity. Uh, We have, on top of all of that, uh, a new number, like a standard number of the week in this episode. Like, there's just, there's so much happening here. There's so much to discuss. It's insane. Uh, So we'll start by talking about the search for Shaw that occurs in this episode. So, this episode picks up about where the last one left off. A refrigeration truck left the stock exchange uh, fairly soon after Shaw's disappearance, fairly soon after that whole altercation happened, and has stopped off in a small town. We're following that truck. Uh, Hopefully, where we find the truck, we find Shaw. And we go up to this small town, and everything looks kind of normal initially. Everything looks like a pretty standard small town. But of course, this is Samaritan we're talking about, so what the hell is normal? Uh, Reese and Root go into the police department of this small town. And go in asking for access to surveillance footage, which they get. Uh, And we see that... Uh, some of the surveillance footage is corrupted. Some of the footage from the town is just sort of garbled. So we need to get these hard copies and this douchebag police chief decides to extort uh, (laughs) hard copies for his... Hard copy, if you know what I'm saying. Um, he makes he makes some sexual advances towards Root, and it's very, very uncomfortable. And it speaks to how great Root is as a character, that she just sort of, like, rolls her eyes at it and just knocks him over the head. And just, like, knocks him out immediately. It's pretty great. It's a pretty amazing moment, uh, amidst uh, the general discomfort of uh, this chief of police doing a straight up quid pro quo quid pro quo I can talk uh, have sex with me and I'll give you the hard copies type thing but they get the hard copies they look at the surveillance footage uh, after 
after taking the police chief hostage and quite literally dragging him to their hotel room. And just, like, questioning him, like, okay, uh, is the corrupted footage, does it center around a specific place, or blah, 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 blah. And through all of this, they find the truck, they go there, and the truck does not have anything there. The truck is gone. Well, okay, no, the truck is there. I don't know why I said the truck is gone. The truck is... And then I skipped a whole bunch of sentence, and then I said gone. The truck is there in the uh, impound yard. And they open the door, and Shaw's not there. That's what I meant to say, and then I shorthanded it like an idiot. uh, Like an absolute moron. I'm a stupid, stupid man who's bad at his job. Uh, Literally, my one job is to talk about the things that happen in person of interest. And I completely just failed at that. Wow, I suck at everything. Anyway, Shaw's not there. But what is there is a bunch of medical equipment. And a scary amount of blood. Like, a lot of blood to the point of... To the point of thinking, ooh, if she was here and if this was her on the operating table... Then... Odds are looking less and less likely that she's alive. Odds are looking less and less likely that she's totally okay. So, they go to, like, the only neurosurgeon in town. And are like, hey, what'd you do with Shaw? Uh, You have... There's someone who came in this town who would have needed... Uh, neurosurgery, who would have needed a neurosurgeon, you're the best one here, where's Shaw, what did you do with her? And he's basically like, okay, look, I don't know who this is, but someone did call me for advice on a surgery. And it sounded like it was not going well. Uh, called for advice, and they hung up, and it was just that. And it's at this moment we find out that, uh... This town is not exactly what it seems. Turns out, if you ask questions about anything weird going on, things get bad for you very, 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 very quickly. Uh, Turns out, if you, in any way, ask questions that could make, uh... make questions get cast upon, make suspicion get cast upon... The quote-unquote new owners of the town. Mm, you either disappear or your life gets effed up very, very quickly. This guy, he was a councilman. Uh, he was on the city council and uh, said the wrong things, asked the wrong questions of the wrong people, and is now on house arrest. Uh, because he got framed for malpractice. For medical malpractice. So something is off here. This town was on the brink of death. And then some new owners came in. Prettied the place up. And now suddenly you ask questions. Your life gets at up. All of this points to, okay, Samaritan's got something going on here. So, in order to ask questions, slash go down the Shaw rabbit hole, 
they go to uh, the town's owner. They go to the person who is representing the company that owns the town now. That owns the factory and is, like, essentially controlling everything. They capture this one woman. And we get this incredible, incredible interrogation sequence. Where Reese is like, okay, where's Shaw? I don't don't know. You're lying. You're lying. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You're lying. And Reese is getting brutal and brutal and brutal. Root is giving this woman the death stare, saying, you better say something. You better say something, or I'm gonna F you up. And Finch is just on the phone, like, begging Reese and Root, like, stop. Stop. She doesn't know anything. Stop. Stop being, like, brutal. Stop going down this path. This is bad. This is a terrible, terrible idea. Like, just don't. We're not about this. And in the midst of this, we learn that this woman is not the top brass of anything. She is a pawn just like everyone else in the town. Uh, Apparently, she had a heart attack. while back, she woke up with a new pacemaker. And someone saying, hey, uh, you own this town now. You own everything here. It's just yours now. You run this place. You run this factory. You run this. You run everything that's going on here. You essentially own everything that's happening in this in this area. Do what we tell you to. Or also you have a new identity, by the way. Do what we tell you or you die. And so she's just basically acting as like a figurehead higher up in the town. A figurehead higher up, owner of this factory, uh, essentially making her owner of the town. Because, you know, (laughs) there's this little thing called thing that controls economy of town. There's this little thing called the economy that the town requires the factory to keep afloat, and if you keep that afloat, you pretty much own everything. Like, basically that. And Samaritan has been sort of rigging some stuff. Just little things here and there, and making things quote-unquote better. A guy losing his trust fund here. Uh, A homeless man winning $10 million at the lottery there. Just little things. And recently, things are shaking up more. Things are getting a little bit worse. Basically, what's happening here is Samaritan's basically using this town as its own little plaything. As its own little human experiment. To try and understand humanity. It's basically, Finch uses the comparison ant farm. It's basically seeing what happens when you make everything great, and then seeing what happens when you shake the ant farm. Like, it is using human beings as pieces for experimentation. And then, if this wasn't enough, Root then goes, 
completely batshit and starts threatening this woman with physical torture. Literally drills a hole in her hand and eventually this woman is like, hey, uh, okay, okay, uh, brunette woman, uh, I, 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 uh, I, I saw her go into the factory, yeah, yeah, uh, and she was alive and, and all of that. So, they now know they need to go into this factory. So they take her in as cover and they get into the factory and we get this really, really fantastic sequence. Where we go through, we fight uh, the few guards that are at the factory. We find out this factory is making A transponders. So, location data on every single human at every possible time. And neural implants! You know, something that can literally be stuck inside the human brain. And it would be... For, like, controlling uh, seizures and brain damage and all that. That'd be the stated purpose, but the Samaritan purpose would be to get data on humans on the electrochemical level. Because humans are literally pets to Samaritan. And then finally, we get to this confidential area uh, that our owner is not allowed in. We get to the one place where... Shaw could be. Get to this little makeshift medical facility. And we see in the hospital bed. Not Shaw. But some random lady. Who was also at the stock exchange. Was a secretary at the stock exchange. Turns out all the witnesses of the incident at the stock exchange were taken prisoner prisoner by decima and just sort of disappeared but this woman required medical attention so they took her in the refrigeration truck and all that in other words they have been following this entire episode the wrong set of clues this entire storyline was a wild goose chase. The entire events of this episode was one giant red heron. Root is pissed about this, and she just goes and Fs up all of Samaritan's reinforcements. Our owner decides to stay behind and is quote-unquote quitting her job, which basically means she's accepted death. And Reese takes the woman, and he and Root leave. Now, the town has lost the factory. The factory's pulled out. Mysteriously, overnight. Uh, So that town is on the verge of death again. And we have no leads on Shaw. We have no idea where Shaw is in any way. And Root is still obsessed. Root is still obsessed with finding Shaw. And Finch comes up to her and is like, Look, I want to hold out hope. I want to believe she's alive. I want to believe she's still out there. But for our safety, for our sanity, for so many reasons, 
We need to reconcile the fact that we might never know. We need to reconcile the fact that we might never know what happened to her. And we might not understand. We might not ever get to... We might never get the information. And Root, like, is begging the machine, please tell me where she is. Please tell me. Please tell me. You know. Please tell me. And at this moment, the payphone rings. And all the machine says is, stop. Like, the machine probably knows where Shaw is. She maybe even has a plan. But... Right now, the best place for Reese and Root and Finch and Fusco is right where they are. Shaw may be, may be alive, but now is not the time to get her. In other words, there will be another day. And then Root just like says goodbye and leaves, so she's just fully effed off. She's... Out in the ether, and we don't know what she's doing now. While all of this is happening, uh, Fusco is looking into a new number. Uh, And actually looking into it with the detective that Reese saved a while back. The one who was uh, undercover at the... At the training academy. At the police academy. And... By the looks of this guy, he's just a normal dude. Just some guy who's just hanging out with his niece and everything's all good. Except, and here's why our detective's on this guy. eh, He is a witness in multiple gang-related missing persons cases. And also, conveniently has a lot of lie... Missing from his hardware store. Conveniently. In other words, this dude's a straight up hitman. Like, he shows up and disappears someone that a mob wants gone. And... He's a straight up murderer. So this unassuming man is a cold-blooded killer. So we're following this guy and seeing like, okay, well, he's in he's in New York for another mark. Who's he coming for? Who's he coming for? Who's he coming for? Uh, they're at this restaurant. They know it's someone there. Finch is able to find out that there's one waiter with gang affiliations. And conveniently enough, just as Finch figures this out, the guy starts going after this one waiter. And there's this amazing, amazing scene in the kitchen where the guy starts going in there. The guy gets ready to kill this man. And then Fusco goes in like, hey, I caught you. Put your hands up. And the dude's like, wait, what are you talking about? I totally wasn't going to murder this guy. No, you you got the wrong man. And then as soon as everyone else is gone and Fusco and this guy are alone, this guy just bangs his head against the counter and makes it look like a police brutality case. 
And through this, he's able to talk his way out of the situation by making Fusco look like uh, he is a bad cop. So Fusco has essentially been sidelined, and this detective goes off on her own to investigate this one address that Finch was able to get on this one house this dude owns in Brooklyn, I believe it was. She goes into this house, uh, finds all the lie and bleach and stuff, and immediately this guy shows up and starts shooting at her. So they get into this big shootout. Fusco shows up and rescues her, and this guy gets away. So now it's starting to look like... Because Fusco dives a little bit deeper, and one of the missing persons cases, Files, was opened up by a cop from Jersey, who then was found dead in his car. So... Basically, we're now strongly suspecting that this guy is coming for our detective friend and Fusco for asking too many questions of this guy's activities, getting a little bit too close. And so we get this phenomenal sequence in our detective's apartment where she's back home, everything looks fine, and then when her back is turned... And the bathroom door is closed. This guy comes in with some rope. Ready to make it look like this woman hanged herself. And he opens the door. And there's a gun pointed at his face. And Fusco comes up from behind him. And they, they're they able to catch this guy. And they're able to... Uh, have him caught dead to rights. And then this guy starts to retaliate. And our detective friend shoots him and kills him. And actually, this is her first kill, and this affects her very, very deeply, and Fusco has to, like, sort of tell her, like, look, you're gonna see a lot of death, and this is probably not gonna be your last shooting, but, uh, you know, you gotta kinda learn a way to live with it and all that. But everything's cool, this guy's in prison, and uh, our witness is going to testify against whatever gang hired him. And then we get our ending, where we find out that Shaw's alive and being held by Greer. Yes! She is alive. She's in a very bad spot, but she's alive. So she's still out there. We will see Shaw again. She's not dead. But we don't know how long it's going to be. We don't know how long she's going to remain captured. And I'll just say this. um, The threat of Shaw not being around. Where is Shaw? What's Decima and Greer doing with Shaw? What's happening with Shaw? That thread. It's going to go on for a bit. I'm just going to say that. Uh, Fun fact. uh, Sarah Shahi was pregnant at the start of this season. And I believe her absence from the second half of the season was because she essentially got maternity leave. Uh, And they had to find a creative way to explain why the hell Shaw's not there. And they actually found a really, really great explanation for it in this this capture. Uh, They found a way to make it work in a really, really spectacular, effective way. 
Uh, so yeah, she's going to be gone for a while. But she will be back. Shaw will return. Think of the, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe end credits text. Shaw will return. <laughs> the Avengers will return. Thanos will return. Oh my god. One of the biggest FUs in all of cinema. In all of cinema was, like, Infinity War after, like, half the universe got wiped out by Thanos. Spoilers for Infinity War if you're one of the five people who hasn't seen it. When Thanos wiped out half the universe and we were desperate to find out, like, Oh my god, so many of our heroes died! Oh my god, how are, when, how are they gonna fix it? I wanna know how they'll, how they'll fix it! I wanna know how they'll be brought back! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Like... <laughs> And then, like, the big FU, where, like, the last thing we see, the last frame of the movie, after all the end credits are done, when we're desperately hoping for some end credits glimmer of hope beyond the Captain Marvel thing. Actually, we we see the Captain Marvel thing, and I think it's right after the Captain Marvel thing we see Thanos will return. I think it's right after the Captain Marvel thing we see uh, the text of Thanos will return. And it's just like, oh, what an F-U. What an F-U! Damn you, Russos! That haunted me for a year! Uh, yeah. Hey, remember that? Remember when we had Marvel movies? That was fun. Uh, (laughs) Before COVID happened. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. Great episode. Excellent, excellent, excellent episode. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Uh, If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I will put up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 14. Talk to you then.